Hey everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. And for today's episode, I'm so excited. I'm joined with Trixie, who is my roommate, and also Val. So I'll let you two introduce yourselves, kind of talk a little bit about what you're doing at the moment, what is up. Well, hi Lisa. Uh, my name is Valentine. I am here also at the University of Iowa. I'm a senior. Um, hopefully, you know, almost done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm busy with classes, orgs, things like that. So. Um, and I'm Trixie. I'm also. This is also my fourth year, but I'm gonna have an extra year after that because. Y'all already know how it is out here. Um, I am taking a semester off because I'm doing a co-op right now. And then um, other than that, yeah. So it's a fun time. We were just all like sitting here um, looking at the 36 questions that lead to love. And it turned out into a really cool conversation that like, I would love to share with you guys. So I decided that we should record it and kind of just like discuss. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I actually got these questions from my teacher who asked us to actually look into it. So let's get started if you guys are ready. Let's. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner? guest so I started off and I said Nelson Mandela um, because we share a birthday but that is not it we also um, I just really like to talk to him and see how um, what kept him like really centered in his values and beliefs when like the world was throwing otherwise at him basically I, I just want to know what that's like or know what really helps you stay true to yourself and what you're fighting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when uh, I, I, my first thought in my mind was Obama, actually, just because, you know, being the leader of a first world country and just, like, seeing how that was slash how that's different from his own personal goals, how he dealt with everything, and, you know, he's just known for his integrity and all that, and so I'd also like to just get to know about him. I think mm. he's a pretty cool group. That's a good so. word, mm-hmm. integrity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I said Neil deGrasse Tyson. I have been crazy into this world of, like, trying to figure out what religion um, I want to kind of, like, stick to. And I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about that, and one of the guests they had on there was him. And, I mean, he's not known to be, like, an atheism or, like, a theistic speaker by any means, but he's just, like, a well-known scientist, um, for those who don't know who he is. He's an astrophysicist, I believe. Um, but he is just so wise and so well-versed in that area, and the way that he applies it to like his world and I guess those around him is just it's crazy he's just like really smart and knows a lot about a lot feel that mm-hmm. alright so question two would you like to be famous and in what way so um I said that I would like to be known kind of like if my name is said, you're recognized in a sense for some sort of like health reform. I'm currently studying global health and pre-med, so I'd really love to like work on an issue where people don't have access to something or kind of just like change something drastically. Um, so I guess I'd want to be known in that way, not necessarily like you leave the house and there's cameras outside your door kind of famous, mm-hmm. but like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was saying um, I've grown up and I just really enjoyed public speaking. Um, I've been told I have a voice for it. And so I thought for a while I kind of wanted to be like an influential speaker. So, you know, kind of those speakers you see at like TED Talks and things like that. Something that could make an impact or, you know, emotion in society to get things going. So, yeah, that's what I'd like to be famous for. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I want to be known for making a change in like, I guess the scientific world, just discovering something that no one else has discovered. Like whether it, it could be like, oh, that we have a secret middle toe or just something stupid. It could be literally anything, just like, <laughs> just something that hasn't already been discovered in the scientific like realm. That would be really cool. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily want to be. Like, I don't want cameras, like, outside my door. Right. I don't want to be that crazy, I guess. I don't want to be a celebrity. I just 
mm-hmm. known for something, yeah. Right. I'd say something. I think that's pretty cool because, like, yeah. that's something that's known, like, years later, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we're still studying these people now. Yeah. You know? And, like, created, like, found out the first this and this yeah. and this, you and know? And that keeps have, going. Yeah. Have you guys ever had this thought that, okay, so initially, I don't, I don't know if I'm thinking about this right, but initially when school started, mm-hmm. they didn't know as much about atoms or as much about like human bodies and blah, blah 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 as we do now and now I feel like as education progresses we have to not only learn everything that the people before us learned but everything that yes. has come up since then right. so then are we are we ever going to get to a point where we just like is it just going to be too much and or how how's that going to work are they going to have to cut some parts out or right I, I don't know. know I feel like as we progress like they'll just Debunk like oh, true because some things do get debunked. Right. Yeah. Well, because yeah. then some of the ideas end up being mm-hmm. reformed. You know? Right. Like they but end up then, being like, oh, okay, well, this is happening, but this was like the better way. But I guess you still need to know. We still the have yeah, way, and we know? still know the things that were debunked. Right. So yeah. they don't always just yeah, throw them throw out. out. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, the third question is: Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you are going to say and why? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um so like this one was interesting when I was reading it at first because I was like okay weird like why would you rehearse a telephone call I just call who up you know I'm like hey what's up what you doing you know um but then I thought about it and I was like I guess when you're having some of those like important phone calls with people that like you need to really look at like what they're probably going to say how they're going to take it you know whether it be like a phone interview you know or um you're just talking to a friend that you had like an issue with or you know your family member when something bad's just happened you know like how are you going to deal with it on the phone because you you can't walk away from that you know what I mean you're right there and right then and there so I guess like (laughs) (laughs) you're fine so yeah, I think that was like, I guess one of those things that I was thinking of, has any of those come up for you guys? Yeah, I feel like if it's a phone call, you have to plan, or you have to like, you're thinking about the call in advance, like you don't just pick up the phone and like, oh, I miss this person, right. I say hi, but if you're like, I need to talk to this person about something, right. and you kind of think in your head like, okay, I'll start with this, and then I'll kind of bring up the issue. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. I, I don't think I rehearse a specific phone call, but I think I just have like, almost like a template of things that I would say depending on who I'm talking to or Um, what the problem is. mm -hmm. So, like, if I was talking to somebody about, like, oh, like, something bad just happened to your family member or something Mm -hmm. like that, then I just have a template for that, but I wouldn't necessarily, like, consciously rehearse Rehearse it. Yeah, it would just, like... So the next question, number four. What would constitute a perfect day for you? Honestly getting everything in my schedule mm-hmm. like hitting everything that I had to do that whether it be yeah whether it be exercising or just just hitting everything in that yeah okay mm-hmm. I was gonna say that and like in addition um like if I eat right and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. work out in that day then it feels really you just feel like really set mm-hmm. and like get your schoolwork done maybe like just being able to like do all the things that you you know when you have a to-do list and like you never actually hit the last few things because you're like ah they're not that important right. but then when like the, when you do those like last few, I don't know how to explain you really it really finish you like literally yeah. it's so nice I feel like I'd agree with you guys too but like I'd also imagine like an ideal day where like I've already started off everything that I needed to have was done was done period I'm about <laughs> to walk into like a day where all I, I have nothing to worry about for the next like thing, like so no true. worries mm-hmm. I'm literally just living in that moment and I'm with some of the best people in my life like just enjoying life you know mm-hmm. like enjoying that moment eating some of the best moment. food eating some of the best food Honestly, probably traveling because I've yeah. really been into that and just the idea of being in a different place is like just relaxing. It really takes you away from your normal routine and, you know, gets you to just get out of your head sometimes. So that'd be like a perfect day for me. No, for sure. All right. So back to the questions. Um, number five, when did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? Like yesterday? Seriously, no, I think same. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like singing along to a song or? 
Yeah. Either one. Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, mine was yesterday, last night. Mm-hmm. For sure, I was belting that. <laughs> um, okay, number six. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Definitely the body, because I feel like the older you get, the wiser you are. So I don't see mm. the reason why you should stick to a mind of only the first like 30 years of your life yeah right? 30 years of your life you can just mature in so many ways learn so many different things mm-hmm. like you know many people so definitely stick to the body I mean that's the best of both worlds right there literally yeah no I agree I agree 10 out of 10 that was easy <laughs> uh, number 7 do you have a secret hunch about how you will die oh I've never thought like I always said like when I live to be old, old, like, I just want to, like, be sent off into space with, like, say, like, a year's worth of, or not a year, but, like, a couple months worth of, like, air, and just, like, explore the parts that haven't been explored by humans and just, like, disappear that way, which is really deep. That's really interesting. Where, how did you even come to that... Conclusion. I think my dad said he wanted to do that, and I was like, but... <laughs> I'll remember that then, too, right? Um, but, yeah, something like that... But I never actually, like, thought, I'm going to die in, like, a car accident or, like, oh. or like a, you know, something right. tragic or something, like, health-related. I've never thought about something like that. I'd feel bad because I feel like that's how it's kind of the I mean, because that's kind of how people come to that conclusion is those who have gone through something tough, they're like, honestly, I'm probably going to have this disease in my life and that mm-hmm. might most likely be how I'm going to die, you mm-hmm. know? But I think... I've, I, I've never, I've never, I don't even want to speak it into existence. Right. No. Exactly. <laughs> Words are powerful. Powerful. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, number eight on that note, <laughs> uh, name three things you and your partner, to, a part, you and your partner have in common. So I guess between us three, like, oh, good. what do we have in common? Oh, I guess we're all Kenyan. I was going to say that. Right. Okay. There you go. Um, I feel like we're all ambitious in our own ways. I believe that too. We're all like, I want to say we really, this sounds so, like we embrace who we are, but we do. Like we're all really different, but like Same time. we don't try to change who we are. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's been a journey because for the longest I definitely was not comfortable in my skin and I mm-hmm. wouldn't even... Like, I have stretch marks, like, on my thighs, and I didn't own a pair of shorts till I was probably... Or buy a pair of shorts till I was probably, like, a freshman in college. So, it took, it, yeah, it took me a while to get to this level, or, uh, like, this, I guess, this part. Um, and then... But, yeah, I think definitely being around people who, like, embrace who they are and just surrounding yourself with people like that. I can agree with that. Yeah. You know, like, even aspects from my body to my hair, you know, mm-hmm. things since we were little that were just pounded on it's our It's 10 head. o'clock. Things that we were what? <laughs> Things that were pounded in our head constantly since we were younger that tell us, like, you are not enough or, like, this is the ideal beauty standard. Mm-hmm. You know, I was working to, towards that, you know, especially going uh, to a predominantly white institution the majority of my life. Like, mm-hmm. I had the idea that, like, these white girls were the epitome, you know, not saying white women are not beautiful, they're beautiful in their own way, mm-hmm. but like you can't try and be beautiful in somebody else's skin, you no, know, right. like you have your own. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to work towards something that was never a goal that I should have been set, that should have been set in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've grown from loving my natural hair, no, really. you know, to really just embracing who, like what I bring to the table, mm-hmm. whether it be. Not necessarily exactly what somebody else does, you know. Um, but yeah, just really enjoying who I am. No, actually, I think um, I went natural when I was like eleven, mm-hmm. and for the longest, I just um, like braided my hair, and I didn't want like my natural hair out. Like I still was transitioning, yeah. and it wasn't until really recently. Actually, this is like the longest I've gone without braids or anything. I haven't braided my hair since like. April or May, mm-hmm. so not even that long, but it's just like trying to uh, not adjust, but trying to like discover how to embrace my own beauty mm-hmm. and embrace what's natural to me, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel you, yeah. 
I know for the longest time too like even makeup I like literally didn't think it was made for people like us because mm-hmm. I just didn't know how to put it on you know anyone I was around it was like it was when I was around like little white girls too that like just obviously didn't know how to put it on me so like it didn't look right and I just thought oh like this is just isn't for me right and so not until I like discovered I was like oh my god like YouTube videos with like other black beautiful women no yeah and even like colors of clothing I don't know if you guys ever experienced yeah. this but I remember like yellow like bright colors like yellow orange like those types of things or it was just like taboo like because whenever you take a picture maybe it was just the quality of the cameras back then but you would just it would stand suck out. all of the color out you know like the dress would stand out and then you would just like super super dark right and my sister was just like yeah no like no I don't wear yellow no, no, no. which is what which is what she was taught as well so I mean right yeah, but here we are, like 2019. Okay, well, so the next question is For what in your life do you feel most grateful? I feel like in this moment, where I am, I'm just really grateful for the people who are around me mm-hmm. because I've just spent like like, I just came back from Chappep where I met amazing people, and then I came here and, like, realized all the friends that I had, like, last year, even if we didn't speak, like, the whole of summer, or we spoke very, like, sparingly, mm-hmm. coming back and, like, spending time with them, I'm like, wow, I have some really good people in my life that I'm so grateful for, and, yeah, like, including my family, of course, but... Um, I would say, yeah, like, just, I'm pretty grateful for the people around me. I'm also grateful under the realization of how strong of a person I am. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the things that I felt like I never knew I could have ever gotten through or, like, moved forward and done things and been what I am today, it's like, you go. Pat on your back. Like, you remember. Give yourself remember. Right. Yes. Literally. Period. So, yeah. I'm grateful for those. We're also here with, um... Rico. So if you hear some like weird noises in the back, just know we're we have a little furry friend in this podcast right. as well. We're not, there's not three of us now. Right. Right. We're not to introduce him. Alright. Um, one thing I'm really grateful. I think it's something that I've realized going throughout my life is just how fortunate I am. Like although I, I like everybody's been through adversity. Like I have to like. I mean I don't want to like list all of them, but for sure I've gone through like some things in my life. And it, although it may seem like you're at the bottom and you're going through hell, mm-hmm. like, I'm just so appreciative of, like, the family that I have, even though we're not, mm-hmm. we're not close at all. And just being able to go to, well, being able to come to America, first of all, because it could have been that easy for my mom to not get a visa and my entire life be completely different. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, just being able to come to America, one, being able to, like, grow up in a good home and just end up in college because I feel like if one thing changed throughout my life growing up I could have ended up in a completely different direction I mean just different major different college I wouldn't have even gone to college in some like some ways so like yeah I'm just really grateful for just where I am and Mm -hmm. how I got here I think it's I mean it speaks volumes and it's I definitely reflect on it a lot right powerful stories guys (laughs) All right, next question. Take four minutes and tell each other your life story in as much detail as possible. Okay, so we're actually going to try to do this in 30 seconds because, you know, we're on a timeline. Like a minute, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Should I start? Life story. Okay. So when I was three, we moved from Kenya and we started off in Iowa and just like moved around within the Des Moines area. And um, when I, the summer I was turning 15, we moved to California around like San Francisco area. And I attended high school there, graduated high school, and ended up coming back to Iowa, which is where I am now, which was definitely a journey within itself. Um, But yeah, that's kind of just like where I've been. And what about you? 
yeah, actually kind of similar. Came around the same age. I came here when I was three, um, 2001. It was because my dad wanted to start college in Cedar Falls. Um, so me and my mom obviously followed. He got through college, got a good job. So he stayed in Cedar Falls. I went to private school up until eighth grade, which was an experience of its own, let me tell you. Um, from there, I decided I got a choice to go continue with uh, private school education or public school. And I chose public school, so I went to a public school for another four years, um, which was eye-opening. Yeah, that was eye-opening. Just the different opinions that I felt like I was kind of sheltered from, but not in a bad way. It was just that, like, you kind of grow when you grow up with those same ideals and you're around the exact same people from you know kindergarten to eighth grade. It can be a lot. Um, so then from there, I was like, okay, where do I want to go to college? I kind of just made the decision because I like that was the first place I was accepted to. So I was like, why not Iowa? <laughs> um, plus, I loved the campus. It was beautiful. Came here, switched my major a couple like once or twice, um, and then finally settled in with enterprise leadership um, as well as being on the pre-law track. Um, and yeah, it's been quite the roller coaster since college started, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, with me, I guess I was born in Eldred, Kenya, um, where I lived until I was about eight. Um, in 2002, when I was two, my mom moved to America um, in efforts to get the rest of the family like a visa so we could all move here to America. She came here. <laughs> my run-on sentences. <laughs> she came. Um, yeah, as soon as she came, she went to college, um, got her nutritionist degree, and then was remarried and ended up coming back to Kenya to pick up my brother, my sister, and I um, after she had already divorced my dad, actually. Um, from then on, which was about, I think it was January 11, 2008, we moved here to America where we lived in Waukee for a little bit, Des Moines, and then um, I think we moved to Kentucky for a little bit, too. Just <laughs> that in there. Not sure. No. <laughs> um, and then... Yeah, I pretty much went to a Seventh-day Adventist, like, Christian Academy until seventh grade, or fifth grade, went back to Kenya for sixth grade, came back to America for eighth grade, um, skipped seventh. Oh, I was like, what happened to seventh grade? (laughs) Yeah, I skipped seventh grade. And then um, went to a, it was also a Seventh-day Adventist um, high school for freshman, sophomore year, and then decided that I wanted to go to a public school just to get exposure to everything else because it was such a secluded world. Um, so yeah, went to high school and then ended up going to the University of Iowa. Um, been here ever since. Hey, crazy, wild ride for everybody. I don't know if that was 30 seconds. <laughs> we tried, we attempted, right? Um, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Teleportation. Ooh. Why? Wait, can it be like a superpower? Does it have to be an actual? Yeah. Okay. No limits here. <laughs> no, definitely teleportation. So like, I can see whoever at any time. Okay. Or you know, oh, running late to class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome <coughs> ability because the amount of times I've been late, I just even like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're we're all from a place that we can't just go and jump, you know, two seconds to get there. We could just teleport to Kenya real quick. Yeah, that see the family, so cool. you know? Stop by at Grandma's house, right. eat some Bengali, and head back to Iowa. All right. I was going to say reading minds, but that's a lot of information that I feel like, I don't know. I guess if I could choose mm-hmm. when I could read the mind and be like, all right. Like I what really, are you really thinking? I'm really aware of it, like may not be what you're saying, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess that'd be pretty interesting. That's the first thing. Maybe we're so reading emotion, because that mm-hmm. way it isn't so much information coming in, but feeling, yeah. which might be overwhelming as well. Right, because you're feeling your own feelings, yeah. and now you have other emotions yeah. coming yeah. in. But That's so cool. Exactly. Um, I A quality that I really want to pick up on is discipline. I feel like with discipline, you can mm-hmm. literally just get anywhere because there's certain goals that you can accomplish there's just everything in life I think would be so much more um achievable achievable Mm -hmm. yeah if I had more discipline so definitely (laughs) a real one (laughs) 
All right, so like it says there's like a set two questions. So I don't know if those were kind of combined to be that, but let's get into the next part. If a crystal ball tell you tells you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? At this point, I feel like I would want to see myself, I would want to see what career I end up in, because I'm like, it's different when you go, when you feel like, oh, this is for me, I really want to do this, but then like, you lose motivation along the way, especially like, pre-med. Right, not seeing it. Yeah. So far away. So like, I feel like if I saw what I was doing, A, I would know whether I'm wasting my time, <laughs> and B, just like, have that drive, like, no, I, I know I'm, I'm meant to do this. Like, right now, it's like, yeah, I want to, but there's a chance that I'm not going to. Uh So I feel like, just, like, in this very point of my life, speaking as if I have a chemistry exam tomorrow, (laughs) I don't know if I, like, am meant to be a doctor. Uh Yeah. Oh, man. I feel that. I was thinking... I guess that's not as deep and probably not as useful. But I was just really just thinking about, like, some things that haven't worked out in my life and, like, Mm. why they didn't. And knowing the truth of it. Like, Mm -hmm. if I never figured out the answer, like, what was that? Right. So I guess that would be, like, the truth I'd like to know. Um, Whether it be my family from when we were younger to when my last relationship was, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, For me, I definitely want to know, like, what career I end up with in the future um and not only the career but I want to know if I'm happy in whatever it is that I'm doing because Mm -hmm. I could be I could have the most I don't know most rewarding job monetarily but not really getting the emotional um satisfaction that I need so I definitely want to know if I'm happy doing what I want and Mm -hmm. then also what I am doing right Mm -hmm. um all right, for the next one. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time, and why haven't you done it? Ooh. Um, I, I guess I've only had this for probably like two years, maybe three years. I'd say two or three years now. Um, but I really wanted to start a, an after-school program or perhaps like a summer program for um, for first-generation students mm-hmm. just to learn the process of like or ACT, signing up for college, FAFSA, the classes you should take. Um, you, you know the works. Like, right. All classes, of the above. Yeah, all of those. Because I feel like there's so many different things that I could have done to be way ahead of where I am now. Like, I probably could have... Oh, yeah, I definitely would have been graduated by now. Mm -hmm. Um, But just not knowing that, like, I wasted time, I wasted money, effort, like, just a lot of things were wasted Mm -hmm. that I... Like, if my parents were born here, I would have known. Mm -hmm. So just to kind of give um, first-gen students from around the world the same head start that I feel like the people who were born here have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely something that I've been wanting to do. I agree, yeah, just some type of way, you know, going through college, especially not being um, a citizen, is so difficult. Like, you walk around really just being so thankful for every moment you're in a class, because you're like, dang, like, I could have easily just not been here this semester because I needed to pay that right up front, you know? Mm -hmm. So I guess really reaching out and having resources for everyone you know that like we need to understand that these like yes this may be your basic college student but there's definitely other students out there who want to do like get their college education be better you can't make it really anywhere they say in this country without it and so if we're preventing people from doing that what are we we, we're creating what we don't want in society which is these you know, which is criminals, things like that. Like, that's what else, how else are you going to end up fending for yourself or doing better? So, like, yeah, just some type of way to create a resource for somebody. I feel like mine is definitely not as deep. (laughs) Um, I would just, I've always really wanted to, like, leave my phone at home and go on a trip or even if it's, like, a weekend camping trip or a week long somewhere in the mountains or the woods or somewhere like outdoorsy where you're you're literally you don't have any electronics and whether that'll be like by myself or with a friend or significant other like I would love to do that and why I haven't done that yet is like 
because I'm, I'm young, you know? Like, mm, yeah. I don't have the resources right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Money is uh, kind of tight. <laughs> oh, I guess why I haven't done mine, I'm just disciplined, I'm telling you. Like, I have no discipline. I mean, I have, I have some discipline, but it's just like, I guess I'm lacking motivation. Um, I think I definitely have a lot of time that I could have put into it. It's hard to start. It's hard to start, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you also have like a lot going. Like we're all college students. Like yeah. you still have that worry, right? And a half. And like college is the time where you're. I've I've believed that at least this is one of those times where I can truly be somewhat selfish mm-hmm. in my time. No, in the definitely. sense of like I'm really trying to figure out somewhat of who I am, and I know that's like a discovery thing that happens throughout your whole life. Mm-hmm. But rather like just really like the direction and stuff like that. You know, like I feel. You can do it throughout, but like, yeah, discipline's obviously important. You could have done it. It's just with a pro- with a program like this that's like scholarly based. Though I feel like this is the perfect time to do it when I have resources to all these professors, all these oh, like the you people do get a lot of funding just being in college, being a student in college, get a lot more discounts, and mm-hmm. I just have so many resources now that I won't have when I graduate. Mm-hmm. So no, I think yeah. this is the time to do it. Like right. I'm like in, um, so I'm currently interning at the food pantry, and my boss was like, you know, there's this database that students have access to but like we don't and like can you just use your login and like all these things that like another thing we were using in one of my classes where we're developing our own research project it's like a whole program where you have sources right like on file and those sources come cited and like literally we just have so many things accessible to us that like you literally just have to like take a step forward to discover it Mm -hmm. but it's it blows my mind whenever I discover something new I'm like so this is where my money is going right (laughs) it's crazy Mm -hmm. the things you can do on campus all right next question um what is the greatest accomplishment of your life um so what's the next one (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you haven't, like, reached it yet? Or? Yeah, I definitely don't think I've reached like, thus far. Right. Yeah. Thus far, though. What do you think? Yeah. Just, oh. Yeah. What do you think? Can we come back to me? <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. I, <laughs> I don't know if I have one either. Um, again, just going back to, like, that strength thing. Like, mm. walk keeping like just going forward for me has been one like I just don't take the time enough to just really let myself know you're doing great keep going just keep going mm-hmm. um so I say that be some of the greatest accomplishment oh I know um actually graduating um, basic training in AIT for the army because I like I went in and I it was it was easy for me honestly going through it obviously there were some tough times but I just like I did really well in that environment like I, it just felt like home for me but I guess realizing that other people didn't make it and it was actually like a struggle for some people made it feel like it was an actual accomplishment and it wasn't something that was for everyone um, I think it's something that has really opened a lot of doors for me and has just provided me yeah basically just provided me with a lot of opportunities and life lessons as well and that discipline that we're trying to work on (laughs) I feel like when I set my when I like say okay it either goes two ways like I say I'm going to do something (laughs) and then I don't do it but I'll plan for it like down to the bone Mm -hmm. or I'll like actually follow through with it so um I'm really thankful to my parents because like they've obviously allowed for this to happen but I feel like being 19 years old, I have, like, seen a lot of places, yeah. which I'm really grateful for. I don't know if that's an accomplishment, but, like, one of the reasons I started taking French when I was, like, 12 or 13 was because I said I wanted to go to France, and, like, I was able to go when I was, like, 15, and just so many things that I've seen and experienced, like, I would never take those back, and I feel really grateful to be able to do that, but I don't know if that's an accomplishment. I no, that's, that's really cool. <laughs> Again, big on travel. <laughs> I love that. Um, so next question. What is your most... What do you value most in a friendship? Genuinity. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when you're genuine, you're honest. Whether it's harmful or helpful. If you're genuine, you're um, going to be real in like tough situations. Because you... 
have like the utmost care for the person that's in front of you and like you actually want to better them and so you're not gonna beat around the bush you're not gonna be fake about some things Mm -hmm. and so I think like genuinity just like covers a lot of trustworthiness honesty loyalty like all Mm -hmm. the above like it all comes from a genuine heart which I really appreciate what did I say um acceptance Mm -hmm. I definitely think yours plays a big role in that too but like acceptance because to love somebody or to care for someone it means to like them on their worst days as well Mm -hmm. as their best days that they'll give you um so just remembering that consistently like why did I choose this friendship and then going even further to be like maybe it's just that day maybe it's you know that time yeah Mm -hmm. acceptance I think that just came to my head, but, like, I'm sure there's... I mean, there's plenty of other things that are, like, right in line with that, but right. just what came to mind. Um, what came to mind for me was dependability. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely goes in line with trustworthiness and genuinity just because if I can't depend on you and you can't depend on me to be there for you, whether it just be... I guess, I don't know, like if I said I was going to take you to work, like I want to be there to take you to work and vice versa. Or if you, if you break up with your boyfriend, like I want to be there for you, just like I would hope you'd want to be there for me. So just knowing that somebody is there, um, I guess it is the stability, that Taurus thing, I guess, Mm -hmm. but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but I think it's, it's the stability for me and being able to depend on somebody. Mm -hmm. Like there's someone that you know you can fall back on. Yeah. And they'll catch you. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What is your most treasured memory? Whoa. (laughs) That's like multiple, you know. Yeah. Treasured memory. I guess, should we like narrow it down? Maybe someone like the most recent, most treasured memory. Okay, okay. Recent? How recent? I mean, what do you consider recent? <laughs> maybe within the past. 2019? No, maybe, yeah, 2019. Yeah, let's do 2019. Okay. Um. <clears throat> okay, well, for me, um, this last year, it would definitely be uh, a group. It was just like a group trip that we all decided to take to St. Louis. And th- that was just. It was just such great vibes because it started off like we picked everybody up. I think we went to the liquor store first. <laughs> um, we got our drinks or whatever, but just from the beginning of that trip, like it was just um, it was just like good vibes. Like, the whole time. Yeah, just laughing. Like right. I don't know. I think at a certain point we started like trying to speak like our um, our native language, mm-hmm. and then we got there, and our host was he was actually he, I mean he's a part of the group as well, but he was just an amazing host like mm-hmm. he was just such a sweetheart um and i don't think we even had any drama it was just, it was just a great uh, trip like right above and beyond that's hilarious because that's the first one i thought of and i was like yeah it was I, and even to this day like we've had a couple trips and we just keep thinking back to that one trip because it was I, I think it's almost you know we love to plan things in life and that trip was actually unplanned we just all happened to have the exact amount of time off we were like Might as, and I, I literally took it off I was like I will um, and yeah we made the best of literally three days that we could and it was phenomenal like just down to every moment it felt like you know we could have been doing the like the least amount of work like just literally sitting there breakfast every day you know from our hosts from things like that and it was loved it it was such a good memory with the people you love you know honestly right um I feel like mine happened really recently so the other weekend I had my five-year-old cousin come stay with me for the weekend 
And um, one morning we like woke up at eight and went to the children's museum, which was like in the mall, and we just like spent the day together, which was really fun. But then like around lunchtime, I just got like really tired because we'd woken up early, and like kids have energy to be up at six a.m., but <laughs> this college student doesn't. <laughs> and so um, we're sitting in Panera, and I'm kind of quiet, and then he's like, Lisa, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing. I'm just kind of tired. And so as we're walking out of the store, we have like bags in hand, and we have like leftovers. And he grabs all the bags, all the leftovers, and he starts carrying it. I'm like, like, I can help you carry something. He's like, no, 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 you're tired. It's okay, I got it. And, like, he's literally five, but, like, I can see in him a lot how he picks up on other people's emotions and he, like, adjusts to the situation. He's compassionate. Very. Empathetic. Very. He's, like, really selfless. And just in that moment, I was like, wow. He knows what's up. It was really sweet. Like, I hold on to that. We love those moments. Yeah, I have actually, like, mentioning that, like, I have some of those moments with my little sister where it's just so powerful to see somebody younger than you and, like, to see what she's going through and to not have the same structure I had growing up and to see her still have those values, those values mm-hmm. and everything is beyond me you know (laughs) literally beyond me like I literally cry almost every time I just hear her say something like you know just realizing how much she cares for other human beings Mm -hmm. and things like that is uh, how intelligent she is like she explains to me about something about in class you know being in honors and things like that I'm like you're doing it you're making it and I'm so proud of you Mm -hmm. I just you know so there's nothing but the best for her You're the little sister, so you could you have somebody who's looking up to you. Mm-hmm. She's really proud. I hope so. <laughs> what is um what is your most terrible memory? Back to the hard stuff. This year? You know, I wasn't expecting that to do Yeah, the maybe yeah. let's do it, keep it to this year again. Keep it easy. Oh gosh, I remember. This just happened recently. I'm sorry, I keep... <coughs> You're fine. Hopefully you can edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was actually another trip that we took. <laughs> this one we took to Chicago. Pretty much the same people. Um, oh, goodness. Well, I guess there was just a lot of drama surrounding that entire trip. But that wasn't even the worst of it. I don't think the drama is what got to me as much as my social anxiety got to me. And I didn't even uh, I didn't even know I had social anxiety. Like, there's a certain part of me that thinks I got social anxiety. Like, it's <laughs> on the trip. Like, I sincerely think so. But it was just the worst feeling in the world. Like, that, um, that Sunday, I woke up feeling fine. And then, all of a sudden, I just started feeling, like, so much anxiety and so much pressure. Like, I was... Tr- I think I was reading what everybody else was thinking in the room, and then because of that, I was so overwhelmed to even say anything because I didn't want to, like, offend anybody or say the wrong thing, and then because of that, I would just, like, be quiet and be in, like, my own space, and then I would get paranoid that everybody else is looking and wondering why I'm, like, in that mood, and I didn't want to be that person who's, like, down during the... So it was just, like, it was such an overwhelming feeling, and that feeling didn't leave me for, like, for weeks after... I don't know, it affected me in the worst way, and I'm like, I think I'm still low-key trying to recover from that, and every so often I, I feel that same feeling, like, when I'm around big groups, but that's definitely, like, that was the worst part of this year, for sure. Yeah. It was a bad time. I think the worst part of my year was just kind of, like, the end of freshman year. Mm-hmm. Like, after spring break, a lot of things just, like, a lot of things that were really they were going at a good pace and like really healthy I think really shut down fast and they all came like tumbling down all on me and a part of me um is why I'm disappointed I guess is because a lot of it was like my fault and so it's stuff that like I could have avoided or stuff I could have prevented or at least made the situation better handled it a little bit better mm-hmm. and so um I mean, after having the summer and coming back, like, I'm I'm different, and I know what I want out of being here in a four-year institution, like, kind of on my own. My parents are halfway across the country, but it definitely was rough towards the end of the year, and, like, I guess, like, still moments will come in this semester when I'm, like, reevaluating what I'm doing because of just how things turned out last year. How are you feeling? Um, worst memory this year. I guess I 
feel like there's a bigger, worse memory for me, like, the prior year, and that was just going through one of the hardest conversations with somebody who I was so close with, and that was my mom, and, like, um, or at least I thought I was, and that was, like, part of the argument was just being, you know, really reevaluating my relationships, you know, and being like, I don't know what we need to do, but this isn't it this is not the course I want to take with this if we're going to have something real if we're going to be closer that was so hard you know and that's I feel like that's something I've been learning recently is that like to go through that though is to get you to the point where you're the happiest too mm-hmm. so that was, that was good I guess <laughs> you know, that. um if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are now living in life? Um, I feel like... I'm sorry, Mom and Dad, but I would not be in class all day, every day. Period. I would literally just, like, spend time with family and friends and people I love and kind of just um, do the most random stuff because, I don't know, um, I wouldn't get to be on this earth anymore, so whether it's, like, going to the very depths of the ocean or, like, going, you know, just doing the craziest, like, of course safe, but, like, stuff that I wouldn't do if I had, say, 50 years. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I'd say um, a lot of the things I stress about right now in my life is because of future worries that I have for myself, making sure I'm set up, making sure this thing gets handled so that it won't affect me in my future, this and this. So if I had a year left, I'd probably be like, all right, bet. Like, I would, yeah, drop school. I uh, would just go into travel mode. I would go into travel mode. I'd probably hold back from nothing Mm because I'm not losing anything at this point. Mine would be very similar to you guys. I definitely would not be working a full-time job. I would not be taking classes. Um, I'd probably try to spend a lot of time with family, friends, traveling for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Would you guys tell people that you had a year? Depending, why would I be dying in a year? What's the, is it like? There was no like synopsis of it, but like. Because okay. I don't know what I would tell people. I don't know either. Like I wouldn't want them. I wouldn't want our experience to feel like it's the last for the both of us. Right. Because if you know it's the last, like, you, I don't know. But then when you both know, it's just, like, this cloud. Yeah. Right. Constant, like, sadness versus just, like, I've accepted it. Let's, like, now both move on. But you can't tell somebody else to accept their emotions, their feelings and stuff. Right. Okay. Well, next question. Uh, what does friendship mean to you? Honestly, going back to what you said about acceptance, because I don't think you have to, like, be the same type of person, but kind of just be like, I'm here to rock with you, I'm here to rock for you, like, I'm gonna accept you as who you are, but also hold you accountable for who you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That pretty much sums it up. up. <laughs> <laughs> hate that you knew exactly what I was going to say, but yeah, I know, um... Exactly. Yeah, you you hit it on the on the nail. Yeah, I would have to I would have to agree with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many do we have left? Oh, we're only halfway, guys. <gasps> we might not do this whole thing. <laughs> what we're roles? All energy. Right. What roles do love and affection play in your life? If I had to put a number on it, like on a scale of one to ten. I would say four, maybe three. I think for me, as long as I know somebody loves me, that's the extent that I will let it affect my life, I think. Um, I guess maybe subconsciously I need to hear it, Mm -hmm. but conscious on a day-to-day basis, I definitely don't. I don't need to hear somebody tell me that they love me every single day. I don't need them to constantly show me or prove to me that they do. I think just the initial feeling or just the initial like knowledge that they care for me, um, that I think that's enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 
affection affection might be a little more than that I would say if it's like a significant other but if it's like family I don't I don't actually I would say low threes maybe four okay two yeah I'd say love uh yeah I don't think I need to hear it from other people I just need to remind myself of that love Mm -hmm. I'd say that so like if it were for myself 10 out of 10, 12 out of 10, because <laughs> to be reminded of that makes me get through my day every time, you know what I mean? makes me make sure that I'm not too worried about what this is and not too stressed about this because I realize I'm good enough, you know? Um, so, yeah, that'd be a little bit higher for me, but I guess affection from others, yeah, I don't think I need much, but I definitely value those times when I do get affection. I feel like it really just solidifies that love that somebody has for you Mm -hmm. I feel like um I'm the complete opposite because I totally appreciate like the little reminders of someone loving you and even if it's in a different way like my mom sending a card or um someone literally earlier Trixie asked about like can I make you a plate have you eaten like that's a way of saying like I love you like I care about your well-being just stuff like that being like reminded like someone is genuinely looking out for you and caring for you and then when it comes to affection I think that that holds great significance in the way that someone is expressing how they feel in that moment like Mm -hmm. you could be doing something random or even like in a tense moment and they'll just like like kiss your forehead or like give you a hug or squeeze your hand or something or kind of like like kind of just like not reassurance in a way but just letting you know how they feel in a way that's like beyond words yeah and like I feel like it's almost just letting you know I'm there Mm -hmm. I'm there and you know I know Mm -hmm. you know but I didn't need to say that right I think I definitely have higher expectations for like when I'm dating somebody I think I definitely do need or I would like to hear that I love you more often than I would from, like, my family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then the affection, definitely, definitely. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to move on? Or oh. do you want to end there? Yeah. Those that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. I agree. So we're not going to do all the 36 questions. <laughs> but I'd say we love each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like... Um, the title is misleading, but I'll definitely like link it down below and like you can For go sure. and check it, check it out. Ask someone, you know, a crush, mm-hmm. um, a family member, just get to know each other because I feel like we really got to know each other just now, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. And sure. yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. You should say the name and stuff. Oh, yeah. So the article it is The 36 Questions That Lead to Love. Um, and it was written by Daniel Jones. Yeah. Please check it out. Thank you guys for joining me today. Yeah. And I hope all you listeners enjoyed this little talk that we had. Uh, Tracy Bell, very insightful, and I would love <laughs> to have them on more often. Cool. And just thank you for listening if you've made it this far. Honestly, kudos to you. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> And stay tuned for my next episode. Bye. Bye.